we are live in the Fantasy Lounge, and who would have thought week 15, what is it, 16, week, week 16, guess who's back, the one and only, Michael Trotter's on the podcast. <laughs> Give me something, are we live? Let's get one. Can we just get yeah, days? Like, just give us one, like kid. When, uh, you're, you're on an airplane, and they, you know, both of the, the the pilots get sick, and they gotta find some two idiots to to land the plane. That's what me and Randy have been doing for like the last ten weeks. Do, do we got a doctor? Um, Mike, can we just get one? We're live. Just, just, just kick it off, buddy. We are live in the fantasy lounge. It's always great. <laughs> Oh, uh, we have a very special guest for us uh, tonight on the lounge. Uh, Ryan Alberg in the building. Uh, monumental lounge, actually, because the two teats potential winners here on the podcast, uh, or potential losers, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, hey, boys. I wish I could say it was a pleasure. I usually love hopping on the pod with you guys, but the reason I'm here. Um, I'm just buckling up and doing what's right by the league. I'm not pleased about being here, but hopefully I can come out the other end. We're going to debate that later on in the show. Mikey, good luck to you. I hope your team fucking stinks. I will. It's stunk all year, so I don't anticipate it not stinking. Um, I love to have both guys in the teats and then like polar opposite. Dave's in the final four, and then I'm just stuck in like purgatory of just the seventh seed. So, well, somebody on this podcast had to do something. We don't just like the. Just like the new Daily Dave segment coming later, high, medium, low. Uh, that's what we got going on this on this podcast. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's go right into some uh, NFL news. Why we why we got some of the boys here to get some thoughts on the week that was last week. Um, as we, I just watched Mike's eyes just watch the Bulls game constantly. So don't get any Bulls blur blur outs. Okay. Can we just talk about that? What was that? The th- what day? What day? Saturday. That Saturday game, Vikings versus Colts, that was the craziest game I've ever seen. I took a live bet at 900, plus 900 in the fourth quarter. How much you put on it? A whole whopping $5. All right. At least it's something. People cleaned up on that uh, channel included, right? I got them at pl- uh, for 20 bucks at plus 450 and then I was uh, about to cash out like at halftime when it was down. And then when they were down 33, I got to respect Kirk Cousins. I think uh, I think Channel put a hundred on it at plus four fifteen or four sixty or something. Love that. I threw a little fifty bucks on them uh, plus seventeen and a half when they were down whatever they were down in like the end of the second quarter, right at halftime. So yeah, that was nice. Kept they kept the parlay alive for the for the commission for the mortgage payment last week too. Um, like Matt Ryan, just another fucking terrible blown lead loss. Uh, Jeff Saturday loses on a Saturday. Which is out of control. Do you, what do you think the the outcome of Jeff Sander is going in the future, Dave? Well, I think just like Matt Ryan getting benched, uh, I think he's going to be sitting on a high school bench soon. Because uh, what is he one in four now? Yeah, since he's coming, yeah, he's got to go. Um, you can't you can't lose 30, the the biggest lead in NFL history. You can't lose that and still be a head coach. I'm sorry. I recall on the phone with Trotta as that game was going on. I'm like. When you're down 30, like, how do you not stop the bleeding if you're the Vikings coach at that time? Like, you're just getting your, like, absolutely, you're just getting your ass kicked. And then for them to come back is absolutely insane. I think Ursay's put Jeff, uh, Jeff Satter there just to see what it is. 
If the if the roster was bad, if they need to get rid of who's the GM there? Ballard. Yeah, Tony Ballard. Chris Ballard. Yeah, Chris Ballard. I, I think it was like a one year a one year thing just to figure it out. I don't know because he. Do you tra- think if, if Matt Ryan never plays again, if he doesn't retire this year and he gets into a game, they're up like twenty one. He's just gonna go like into like deer in headlights mode and have PTSD and like not be able to function. I was gonna say this could be like. The dude goes out with potentially the last game of his career because even if he wants to play, who's going to give that dude a shot next year on a one-year contract? Like, what team signs him? He's going to be hurting for a deal. He could potentially end his career (laughs) with the biggest comeback loss of all time, Mr. 28-3 to himself. I don't know. If I'm his wife, I'm looking up, like, mental health coaches right now. Yeah, he's going to be like the Vanderjack of quarterbacks. Like, he'll never be able to... To hit a kick again in his life. Or it'd be like Chuck Knobloch throwing the ball in the fucking the bleachers. Um, another thing, JT, my guy, rest in peace. Uh, Jonathan Taylor officially done for the season. Uh, just a little stat for myself because I saw it today. Uh, he scored 13.3 fantasy points uh, per game this season. That's the fewest points per game for the consensus. 1-1 draft pick since LaShawn McCoy in 2014. So... I'm glad uh, I took him in a couple leagues, and I'm glad that I flipped the page on that fucking idiot. I'm done. I'll never draft him again. Yeah, great pick, Randy. Hey, great pick, man. Be proud of that pick. Hey, just, speaking, of, <laughs> hey, speaking about the guy that else was in that game, Mr. Teets, Justin Jefferson, another two, first two years in a row. What do you go over, Dave, that stat? Uh, so two out of three years, he's had over 1,600 yards. That uh, took Megatron nine years to do. It took Torrey Holt 11, and Jerry Rice never did that. Yeah, Mike, sick fucking pick. You really fucking blew the pooch on that one, buddy. Um, I, hey, I, got of, I got a lot of value in that trade, by the way. I got, like, Michael Pittman. Say, say, the, say the other guy. This will be a good transition. Gabe Davis. Oh, wow. And who? Yeah, great. That's a great trade for me. Uh, well, you got Montgomery? Uh, yeah. He's been pretty good, actually. Wasn't, Jaco- wasn't Jacoby Myers in that trade? I think so. Yeah, speaking of Jacoby Myers, that Raiders-Patriots game, what the fuck, Ryan? What do you think? Other than costing me another, like, 175 bucks on a little parlay that I had for the for the noon and 3 o'clock games, I don't know. I don't know how Jacoby Myers is wearing a Patriots jersey next year. He's a free agent coming up, and he's going to be one of the top in the class. I'm no, I'm not, wouldn't be surprised Bill Belichick just looks at him and says, you know what, just pack your shit, get out of here, you're done after that shit. Maybe the Bears, yeah, Bears can get it for cheap. <laughs> that that would be one hell of a Bears move. Sometimes I I watch football and I these guys are professionals that have played since Pee Wee, and like I don't understand where the brain fart comes from. Like, how do you not know just to go down? It's you're going into overtime. You don't even need to win, and, and you do that. Like sometimes I just watch these professionals. I'm like, how did you make it to the NFL? Is there some level of blame on the coaching staff for even allowing them to call play? Yes, I have two yeah. t- two thoughts on that, Mike. One, there's three seconds left. You run the ball over Andre Stevens Stevenson. He breaks up. <laughs> he breaks off a huge run, and then, it doesn't Andre Stevenson have something to blame too? Why is he pitching it there? Yeah, that's slightly on him. But don't you think it kind of like caused Jacoby Myers to kind of freak out too? But at that point, just go out of bounds or, or just go down. But yeah, I think it's more on the coaching staff than. The- players because they should have just took a knee and went into overtime. When have you ever seen a Bill Belichick team like just like X and O's wise beat themselves this entire season? 
Not much. I think I think that the guy's be, done. That might be the worst, uh, like unplanned lateral or just like uh, improvisation lateral play I've seen since uh, Josh Allen twenty twenty. People don't talk about it all that much, but remember the oh when he's freaking uh, out against Houston. Wild card game against Houston. They were down like nineteen sixteen with like a minute left. And he laterals the ball as he's on like a 30-yard breakaway run trying to get into field goal range. I think luckily it bounced out of the, the, the defender's hands and like Dawson Knox picked it up. But that was wild too. And that probably would have been right up there with the one we saw this past weekend if they didn't recover it. I mean, that's on like Leon Lett level where he's running into the end zone and slows down and then the guy comes <laughs> Don Beebe and, and knocks it out of his hand. Uh, that's, that's up there. That's going to be one of those things are going to be replaying for our, our kids will be watching it in 30 years yes and we and we lost our host oh uh, i'm still here uh try to still watch the game um next game let's move on to the jags cowboys uh jags with a pick six to end that game um i'm like kind of concerned about dak is anyone else or i mean he's been throwing a lot of interceptions uh, i was watching LaShawn McCoy. I don't know what, what he was on, but he was like, can I say this? And he was like, they're like, say whatever you want. He's like, he sucks ass. <laughs> he sucks. Uh, he's like, they, they lost two or three games this season just based off of the interceptions that he's thrown. Um, the, the last one really wasn't his fault. That was in and out of uh, like yeah, the, that wasn't his fault. wide receiver's hands. Um, Noah Brown, I think. No, it wasn't Noah Brown. Well, I can't think of his name. They're was number it No, they're number one guy. It was out of CD's oh, hands. Yeah, it was in, yeah, yeah, it was out yeah, of, you should have caught that ball. Um, Zay Jones. Zay Jones having the run of his life the last two weeks with three touchdowns. Um, a lot of things we've been talking about. Is Trevor Lawrence good, Dave? Uh, I mean, last four games, 34, 20, 43, and 37. And I don't think Trotter started in, in any of those games. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Here's my thing. Not only is he good, I think he's elite. And also, I also think... People are sleeping on, like, Calvin Ridley's going to be on that team. Now, Zay, with the merchants of Zay, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, like, ETN, like, that offense is loaded. Here's my thing. Like, in the next five years, is that are they running through that division? So they might be. I mean, they, if they can get some defenders and maybe some more offensive line help, uh, they should look good. So, uh, speaking of Zay Jones... Uh, we we confident in him this weekend going against the the sauce or what? Man, I don't know. I don't know. I can't be. I'm asking as guys are friendly. Yeah, uh, I mean, just you know, I know a guy who may need to start him or maybe not start him. Well, I've watched a whole bunch of those snaps too for the Jaguars games because I have a Christian Kirk owner who like looked at him as a keeper. The Ridley trade, now the emergence of Zay Jones. I still like Kirk, but Kirk Kirk's been solid too. I've had him in a bunch of other leagues too. He's yeah. You know, wide receiver one, top, pretty much top twelve, floating around like the like eight to thirteen range all year. But I don't know. I mean, Zay Jones on an absolute tear. You got to think that with Wilson, the the, the one thing you got to look at for that start though, Dave, is the weather. Supposedly going to be raining the entire game. Like temperatures going to be like forty, wind gusts up up to like 15, 20 miles an hour. So the over under right now, I believe, is around like forty and a half. So it could be a low scoring game. That's, I, I hate. I hate. 30, it's thirty six and a half right now, and uh, it's also a Thursday night game. And also, Jaguars are away from Jacksonville, so that's, uh, that's what I was I saying. Like, I hate, I hate uh, being on the road on a short week. Um, but I would, you got to start them because you're going to kick yourself in the teeth if you don't. Um, speak, is that physically possible? Kick yourself in the teeth? <laughs> yeah. Mike, can you even touch your toes? 
My hamstrings are a little tight. Yeah, you there were some things being said on Sunday that uh, you're, you said. I think what hey, what exactly were you saying that you're going to start working out? You're going to get back in shape. I did say that. I'm in the process of in, in the process of starting that. Yes, correct. <laughs> what, what, what does that entail? Ten push-ups and like two suicides in the basement. Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking at least uh, start off with 15 push-ups a day and then go from there. Yeah, like him, like I've been telling myself for that uh, that for about four years now, and uh, I don't think I've done a push up in about five years. So good for you. Uh, let's, get to the, let's get to the real, like the reason why people are here. Let's break down. Let's start breaking down matches. Whoa, 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 Mike! Can we talk about two more things? Let's talk. We'll still be there, Mike. Calm down. Let's talk about uh, Joe Burrow versus Brady. Brady blows another lead. Um, fuck, dude! Joe Burrow went nuts. A lot of shit talking from the um, the Bengals defense. Do you hear them? They're like, we had that old man dancing in the pocket. Some of their DBs were saying it was it was fucking pretty funny. Uh, Burrow throws four TDs. Um, do the Bucks get right this week, Dave? I don't think so. I think uh, Tom Brady is the reason why they are not doing well this year, uh, which is hard to say. But he, I mean, he can't get the ball down the field. He can't move in the pocket. Uh, I think the game has has surpassed his skill set, um, but his his mind won't let him leave. I think the Bucks are like minus seven or six and a half in that game. Arizona is putrid though; like they're gonna they're gonna be able to put up some points. So Arizona starting Trace McSorley, so I don't know. I can see Brady getting it going. I picked him up as an option to start a quarterback because Watson's been rough and uh, Mike White and Lamar Jackson both hurt. So I'm hoping he can get back on track. He uh, he needs it, but you got to give him a, like. You give the guy a good old line, he's going to be able to come back and probably respond in a big yep. way next year. But um, You know what this team reminds me of a little bit? Uh, that, that Broncos team that ended up winning a, a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning that he just, like, could just because that defense was a league. Yeah. Um, and so, like, could they manage a play, like, could they manage a playoff run? And if Brady's just semi-okay, like, could they make some noise? Maybe. Well, that Broncos offensive line was actually good, and they had a semi-decent running game. They they have neither of that in Tampa. They are dead last in rushing. Yeah, they had I think that thing, like two, two running backs that were close to 1,000 yards, if I'm not mistaken. They lost a starting center and a right guard to start the year, too. So, I don't know. It's going to be a tough stretch. That, their front seven is good on defense, but their secondary is just kind of all right. I don't know. I think if they do make the playoffs, they're probably a first-round bounce. Um, Here's my thing. What, what defensive line, like, scares you in the, the NFC? San Francisco and Dallas, right? Correct. Philly, too. Philly's Philly's got, got like, seven, like, six or seven bodies yeah. when they're healthy. They've, I think they've had over five sacks in, like, the last four or five weeks. And the stat was I think they had four different guys that have over six and a half sacks right now on that D-line. And then Dominick Sue tried to kill Justin Fields, and no one talked about that play. Yeah, just clumped the shit Yeah, out. just punched him in the head. Also, Jordan Davis came back in the first-round pick from uh, Georgia. He was out for a while. That's huge for him. Oh, and I think Tom Kinsu and uh, Lynn Hall Joseph signings. Vernon Hargraves, too. I mean, yeah. they're loaded. They're loaded. Yeah. Hey, only thing, I, last last thing about the Bucks I will say is only thing I saw a tweet from Gronk today. He said, I'm getting bored. That's all it said. Getting bored so out he here. Probably went home or went in his basement did some molly or something. Well, you and never know. You could, you could pencil in, be on a playoff team, but he said, I'm getting bored out here. I just want, I want it to be known. Um, speaking of two quarterbacks that duel it out, uh, Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts got banged up with a shoulder injury, might be out. You, he actually might play Saturday. He didn't get ruled out for that. Um, Ju- Justin Fields looks great. 
again with absolutely no weapons. Just one of the most electric um, touchdowns that wasn't a touchdown run I've probably seen in a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, it's like he's like almost surpassing Mike Vick with the, the plays he's making. Uh, he's a third quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards, first to do it with eight rushing touchdowns. Obviously, the only other two are Lamar and, and Vick. Um, and this is his, what, third season, second season? What, what season is this for Fields? Uh, this two? Two. So, I think there's a lot to, to, to build on here. Hey, Mikey, is that a must-start for you in the Teeth Bowl? I think I'm gonna just because I don't want to start Lawrence against the Jets at New York. I just don't like that. that that's like a meltdown Thursday. That that's like let's say if he has a bad game Thursday, you start Lawrence. You're already out shoveling and motherfucking already. That's out why Thursday I'm, night. I'm terrified to start Zay, Zay Jones because I I can't start the week off bad. But the only good thing is Mike did pick up Demarcus Robinson and he's starting him. So Zay Jones shit the bed. They, Probably a match. Man. Uh, um, I'll just say this on the Hurts thing, and I was with Rain watching this games, that game, and we were just like, Hurts is taking massive shots for no reason. Like, he was getting smoked, like, at design runs. And in my head, I'm like, what are we doing, Philadelphia? What are we doing? Do you, you think he was trying to outplay Hurts a little? I mean, I'm sorry, I feel a little bit. Maybe. I also kind of think that. Uh, Philly's kind of getting a little bit too cute as well. They barely rushed rushed the ball in that game with Miles Sanders, and like they had like twenty plus plays of like twenty yards or more like pass attempts. Like, Sirianni kind of gives me Matt Nagy vibes. Like he's coming out first year, Dick swinging, defense is looking good, they're healthy as can be. Jalen Hurts doing his thing. Like I don't know, he's cocky as fuck on the sidelines, and he inherited a roster that was literally ready to go, and all they needed was Jalen Hurts to have a decent year, and that's basically what he's done. The strength of schedule hasn't been that like that high up there this whole this whole season. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. They're probably gonna have a run in the playoffs this year, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them come out next year. And we're talking about Sirianni as being like, is he even the guy? Like, once they get some injuries, they got to deal with during the year. So I don't know. He gives me major Matt Nagy first year head coach vibes. Um. Yeah. So right now, I I believe the line is uh, the Eagles are getting plus five. We could talk about that later in mortgage payment. Like. Hertz has been on record saying that he might play this week, but honestly, um, I, b- I believe they're two games or are they two games up on the Vikings for the first bye. Yeah, I think Vikings are ten and three, and they're thirteen and one, right? Yeah. I think so the way the math shakes out, I'm pretty sure if the Vikings lose a game and Philly wins a game down the stretch, and then he plays the next three, they clinch home. Field. So, I, like, and, and another thing, too, I don't know if you would want to play, I'm just talking like an Eagles perspective, of I don't know if you would want to play Hurts three times against the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Like, because you might see the Cowboys first, I believe, like, second round if the Cowboys win. Well, the other thing, too, is why even push Hurts? You're so close to making a huge playoff run. Why, why even chance it? And you have Gardner Minshew as your backup, who is a very reliable quarterback in the NFL, who's played a bunch of games and won, has a high completion percentage, doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, does similar things to Hurts. He can still run the ball, obviously he's not as athletic, but why even chance it? And it could be a big game because his uh, college coach just passed away in the following week. saw that on ESPN. Um, Could be a big game for Minshew to be dialed up as well. Um, last but not least, we got Stafford, uh, was on his wife's podcast, announced he's coming back for another season. Um, whoa. Who cares about Stafford? 
Who cares about Matt Stafford? Right now? <laughs> Who cares about him? He's dead in the water, dude. Well, hey, Channel Mike, Channel Mike, Channel's probably listening. You gotta give the kid I something. Was, I thought it was funny because he announced it on his wife's podcast who spent <laughs> to retire. So we can move on from that real quick. Yeah, group him in with Matt Ryan and let's move on. All right. Breaking out sold out TDs. We got the final four. We got McCarthy versus Steuben, one versus four seed, and Waldo versus Galley, two versus three. Let me bring up some of the games here. I just, my bad, I just hit a game winner layup here. That's oh, amazing. Cool. Are we the 10 seed now? Oh. All right. My bad, Greg. I made to cut you off. Sick. You're talking about who cares, and then you bring up that shit, Mike. Yeah. I care. That's why. That's, that's, that's all me, today. The Bulls are the Matt Stafford of the fucking NBA right now. Um, that's breakdown first. Dave's game versus McCarthy. Oh boy. It does. For some reason, Yahoo just keeps fucking lowering my projections. I was all the way up to like 130, and now they got me down to 124. Thanks, Yahoo. Uh, McCarthy's doing Allen Chase Hopkins. Robinson, Chubb, Foreman, Kittle, Bass, Dallas, D versus Philly. Um, Dave, you're going with Burrow, Higgins, so far Shark, Zay Jones, Jacobs, McKinnon, Andrews, Butker, Philly, D. What do we think, Trotta? Could you put some fucking oil in the lungs, dude? You're fucking robotic, dude. Get some rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you're like, come on, dude. Come on, you're better than that. Are you are you even wearing pants right now in this Zoom call? <laughs> what do you think, Mike? See what I have to deal with for the past eight weeks. Uh, anyways, I'm still thinking if I should even start Zay Jones or DJ Chark. Thielen might make an appearance, but uh, I kind of like Chark's matchup this week against Carolina. I just the whole thing with Shark is like, all right, I just I, I, I like golf. I mean, golf's been flinging it, but it's just like. Okay, now Williams is there, and St. Brown's there, and... Williams got a zero last week, so... I know, but it's just, I don't like that. I just don't like that he's, like, the fourth guy sometimes. He's not the fourth, he's the second receiver on that team. I just don't like, I don't, I don't know, I, I just, it makes me nervous, that's all. Yeah, it makes me nervous, too. That's, I don't know who to start. I've been, I've been switching around right and left, asking everybody in the league for advice. Uh, everyone's told me to start Zay Jones, but I've, I've looked up... The metrics the last three weeks, uh, the Jets have given up one decent game, basically, and that was last week to St. Brown, 7 for 74. Uh, they also stopped Diggs. He had 3 for 37, and Justin Jefferson had 4 for, like, 43 and a touchdown, uh, which saved his day. So that's what scares me about starting Zay Jones. Well, when you're going to go with your other options, though, it's like Thielen, who was, like, ghosted in that last yeah. game until he caught a late touchdown. Like, straight up goose egg for three yeah. quarters. Yeah, K.J. Osborne was eaten. And then what are you going to do? Uh, Chris Moore against Tennessee? I mean, no, does I'm, that, I mean, Houston's been playing. That's not I think you match up against Mike pretty well, just having Burrow with Chase. And then they play New England, too. Like, Josh yeah. Allen's going to be playing in the snow. That, that game could be a little reminiscent of the Niners game earlier on in the year with the Bears in week one or week two. I don't know. I think he's got some tough matchups. Okay. Your, your tight end situation scares the crap out of me, though. I know. I, I, I really want to have faith in, in Andrews and think that this is the week, especially against St. Lane in a dome. 
but it's like I also pick up Juwan Johnson, who's been like super hot. But yeah. without touchdowns, Juwan Johnson is basically Mark Andrews. He doesn't do anything. He's got some tough matchups too. Like Foreman against Detroit. Detroit low key like has been stopping the run. So and, and, and Foreman really has been great lately. And my favorite Chubba Hub has been been huge lately too. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I got two, I got two things for you, Dave. I think Higgins needs to get in the end zone. Yeah. yeah. Um, is Hopkins like with the Trace McSorley or whatever the hell his name is yeah. start? Does that kill Hop- Hopkins at all, or is he just no, like I don't know. just lowers his ceiling? Like the dude's gonna get twelve targets and catch eight of them. You know what I mean? Probably. Like it's just yeah. hard. He's probably still gonna have a decent game, but I'm sure it's fifteen points. Value a little bit. And, McK- and McKinnon's been eaten. Like, are you just off the uh, Alvin Kamara train, Dave, or what? Have you watched Alvin Kamara. I almost want to. If I almost want to drop him, he's that bad. The dude gets the ball and runs straight into the back of their the offensive line because it's terrible. And then they they're still taking him out and putting David Johnson in the game. Oh, fumble <laughs> last week. Like, what are we doing? Dennis Allen doesn't Johnson know how to coach like him. Six years ago. Who is their offensive coordinator? Dennis Allen is not the answer. He's a good uh, coordinator. It must still be fucking Sean Payton because they're on the same fucking offense they've been running for like the last ten years. It's bad. I'm also I'm also interested to see. Like I thought Buffalo did a fantastic job of cleaning the field and having the playing surface um, very reputable for how much snow they got. And then we're gonna fast forward to watch <laughs> Soldier Field and the the Chicago Park District clear that field this week when it's supposed to be like oh, yeah, minus eleven. Yeah. Got Bermuda grass now. It should be perfect. Oh yeah, Do we, who's going to trust to actually shovel it? Um, it's going to be hard to shovel grass. Are we, are we picking this game right now? Or are we doing a? I'm picking myself. Taking down the champion, David versus Goliath. What do you got, Trotta? Um, the only thing I'll say about McCarthy is I see. I think it's the opposite. I like the fact that he has Chase and and, and Dave has Burrow because. You know, we haven't had a big chase game yet, and all of a sudden a chase is a huge game. It basically cancels out everything Burrow does. Um, the whole thing is, is like, if you're McCarthy, are you really – are you? that's like your best option is Demarcus Robinson right now? I don't know. I don't like that at all. Dude, um, I that's what I said. I mean, like, how have you not been planning for weeks? This might be his kryptonite. So you kind of – you said and forget it for weeks, and then you looked at his roster at his bench. He doesn't even have anyone else. Like, how do you not prepare for this with, with a locket injury? Now you got Trace McSorley um, going against you know Tampa defense. So like, what's Hopkins even going to do? So if I'm McCarthy, I'm I'm really thinking long and hard about who I'm starting at that other receiver spot because I get you got to play Hopkins, but that's not ideal. And now now you're in a situation where you're playing Demarcus Robinson. Ah, there's got to be there's got to be somebody else. I would I would I would think long and hard for that. Um, you know I'm still going to give Mike his due in this that fact that you know he's been the top dog all year so hey in order to be the man you got to beat the man dave so um, i'm not ready to give you that title yet i'm gonna wait and see first i i agree but i can't go against myself i gotta pick myself here everybody was all against me last week against channel and i beat him by oh cry dave i'm taking i'm taking mccarthy poor dave i'm taking mac i'm taking mac baby Oh yeah, I got. I gotta go to sleep. He's like, he's like, 
itching to, to fucking watch TV and take a nap. I, I told you I'm rewatching off curb and I might want to watch like four episodes tonight. And okay, I like that well, one. You got nothing to do tomorrow. I'll stay up till three in the morning and fucking watch curb. <laughs> Not good for the sleep schedule, Dave. Not good for the body. You'll be all right. You'll get it back by the time you go back to school. All right, moving on. We got the Wally Jeans versus. Christian McCaff strains Galley versus Waldo. Waldo's projected a 140.51, and Galley's actually projected a 147.98. Waldo's running out Dak Prescott after a bad week last week. Uh, Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Waddle after a huge week. Ramondre Stevenson, ETN. Waller with the start after putting up a zero last week, but that was his first week back. Waller Car- touchdown last week. Waller did? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the... Like a 30-yarder. Oh, he went three for... My fault. I'm wrong. Um, Waldo's got Waller, Carson, Buffalo, D versus the Bears. And then we got... For Galley, we got Herbert that's been on fire. Justin Jefferson when he rip-trotted for that trade. Judy. uh, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. McCaffrey. Aaron Jones. Dallas Goddard getting the start. And Bagley and Tampa, D versus Arizona. Trotta. Is, is, is McCaffrey good to go? He's questionable. You never like to see that. Yeah, he practiced in, lim- practice in a limited fashion all week. Uh, he'll be fine. Yeah. One thing I'll say right now is that I think I'm expecting I'm, I'm expecting Diggs to have a, a, a big game. And so I'm, I'm banking on Diggs. Like if Diggs cancels out Jefferson, then I feel really good about Waldo winning. Um... But if for whatever reason, if Diggs doesn't perform, which I don't think that's the case, then I, I think it kind of rides on Diggs. So uh, I want to see what he does, and then that weather's going to be a problem. Like, is it going to? How cold is it going to be in Chicago? What's the snow like? It's supposed so, to be about negative three degrees with the wind chill in the negative twenties. Yeah. So I'm interested. That, like, I don't want to start Gabe Davis, but I mean, I, it's just I'm interested to see about that game. If I'm if I'm Gallagher right now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in, like he's gonna start Dallas Goddard. It's good to go. I, isn't that a little bit of a, a question mark? He hasn't played. I mean, first, really first game back. I, I would start. Why wouldn't you do Everett with? With Herbert. Yeah. Well, Indy is also the number one pass defense, so that's a rough matchup. But. Um, I mean, Goddard's good, though. Like, you don't want him sitting on your bench and he puts up, you know, 15 I mean, when's the last time he played? Week five? Six? No, he was only out for four weeks. Oh, feels like forever, but... Yeah. And he wanted to play know. last week. I look at this matchup, I think it's a little bit like... I'm with you on Diggs. Diggs has a lot of points. Puts up a lot of points to good match Jefferson. I think... I think we're going to get a big waddle game. Because Jair Alexander is probably going to get a matchup with Green Bay and Miami. Alexander's probably going to guard Hill. So Waddle should yeah. be getting peppered with targets and have a much easier matchup in the game. Lamb's um, got a tough, tough matchup, though. Yeah. Waldo's got to get something out of ETN on Thursday night, and that's a lot to ask against that New York defense. But that Jets defense is probably the top. Like, it's got to be a top three defense. Like, yeah. Me. It's they're, uh, they're top two against fucking wide receivers, uh, and they're pretty good against the run, so. Uh, another thing, another thing to monitor as well is AJ Dillon was banged up with a concussion to see if he gets back. If AJ Dillon's ruled out, Aaron Jones could fucking eat a ton. Yeah, that could be big. And, and against Miami too, you got to think that that's going to be a high-scoring game, or at least Green Bay's going to have to keep up. Yeah, I mean Aaron Jones, even with 
uh, Dylan in has been like really good the last three or four weeks. So they're using them the way they did last year, catching the ball yeah. in the backfield a ton. Jerry Judy's finally looking good. Juju Smith Schuster's kind of disappeared lately, but uh, you, you know you never know. He could put up two touchdowns in a game or, or have a 15, 20 point game. So I mean, he had twenty two and sixteen the last two weeks. So. Well, before that, though, a five, a zero, a six, and a six. So, you know, it's not not been the greatest. So, if he can stay consistent, that's going to be huge for him. Uh, I think I'm going to go. This is like this is fucking tough. I think I'm going to go Gallagher because he's been hot, and Waldo coming into the playoffs was ice cold. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just star power everywhere. You know. Yeah. I, you know, you could argue that. Eh, I mean, who? I don't know. I think I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Waldo. I'm gonna lean Waldo, but nah, I don't know. It's coin flip. I th- I think like uh, Ryan was saying, it depends on ETN. I think you'll know a lot by the end of Thursday night. Um, I think the weird thing is with both these quarterbacks is I could see well uh, going against both these good like passing defenses that you could get like a lot of like. Uh, Zeke touchdowns in the goal line where like you need to get you need to throw touchdowns for both these guys. You don't need Eckler rushing in from three. You need to punch it in with TDs. You know what I'm saying? You also gotta hate that Herbert's playing on Monday night if you're Waldo. And coming off the week that Indianapolis just came off of, and now they're starting Nick Foles. Like, do, do any of these players really want to be there anymore? You know, so like, they might put up thirty against them. Tampa Bay defense going against Arizona Sunday night too. Yeah, that could be a bloodbath as well. I mean, and he's got a few options at defense. He's got Detroit. He's got the Jaguars. All those are must-win games for all three of those teams. So, yeah. I don't know. I think the I think the winner of this one ends up winning it next week. Honestly, yeah. I mean, just both these teams enough. are like Gallagher's probably got the most star power. Jefferson, McCaffrey, Goddard at a tight end is like the only one who's better than him in tight end is probably Kelsey right now. But Goddard's been good when he's been in. But I think Waldo's got a really balanced team. Like his wide receivers could pop off and get him seventy-five points between yeah. the three of them any day. And the addition of Waller, Waller's yeah. kind of big. You know. All right, let's go. Let's go around the quad box. I'll go first. I'm actually going to think for some reason I'm leaning this way. I just like his wide receivers more. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Waldo. Trotta, what do you think? I'm kind of switched out. I think Tampa could put up like a four. <laughs> Like, I'm going Gallagher though. Yeah, I'm going Gally too. I just think Judy's been hot. I think he gets the points he needs from the guys you're worried about, and his stars pop. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Gallagher because I know he doesn't doesn't look like on paper he has as good as wide receivers, but I think they're they, they might outscore Waldo's wide receivers. Bold prediction this week. An old fashioned podcast split for the championship bracket. You know what we should do in the future? We should do like a, a survivor pools for like picking each week. <laughs> I used to do that. Yahoo used to let us pick each uh, each matchup, but they don't do it anymore. Oh, uh, you could do it actually on. You could do it on the app. Oh, I didn't know that. Let's, let's uh, get to the dumpster fire. That uh, last but not least, the game. The game we all been waiting for. We got Ryan Saquon Forever versus My Word Is My Bond, Mikey Mail Town. Mike's projected 117.23. Ryan's projected 125.26. Trotter right now is rolling out. Justin Fields running his ass off. 
uh, St. Brown, Gabe Davis, Pickens. Hopefully they can get a ball. Pacheco, Montgomery, uh, Wanako. I can't pronounce that. Say that name for me, Mike. Check. Yep. Jacoby Myers, Pittsburgh D. And then right now Ryan's got the good old-fashioned, the dinosaur, Tom Brady, Christian Kirk, Mike Williams, Michael Gallup, Henry, Barkley, and Joku, Maher, and Denver D versus Rams. Um, Ryan, I'll let you talk about your I'll let you talk your piece about your team and how you're feeling going this week, and then we'll flip it over to Mikey Meltdown. Alright. Just looking at my lineup, I'll dive right into the to the matchup. On my side, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do at quarterback. I picked up Brady on a win like this morning. He's got a matchup against Arizona Sunday night. I think I mostly just picked him up because he has Sunday night and I can have that option there if I need to. Uh, between him and Watson, I really don't know which way I'm going to go. Watson's got New Orleans. So, I mean, like, they're in a dome. Probably could get a decent amount of rushing out of him and his legs. That matchup with Njoku at tight end. So, like, I don't know which way I'm going. Those are the two guys I'm looking at. Wide receivers, Olave's been battling a hamstring injury in that same game with uh, Cleveland. And I don't know. He, his snaps dropped. He only played, like, 60% of snaps at wideout last week. So I have Gallup in there, and then I'm also kind of leaning towards Marquise Goodwin in a matchup against Kansas City with Lockett out. So don't be surprised if I throw him in there. Derrick Henry's got to carry me. He's got Houston. He hasn't rushed underneath, underneath 200 yards against Houston in like two calendar years. So it's got to be Derrick Henry who lead me to the promise, promised land. Uh, on Mike's side, I am absolutely fucking terrified of Justin Fields against Buffalo. I'm going to paint a picture for you guys here, okay? Give me the floor for like a minute. My wife works for the Bears. We have we have three children who, who put their Bears jerseys on and get excited to watch football. And their favorite player is Justin Fields. Saturday, the day that they play at noon, I'll be walking into my parents' house to celebrate Christmas with my immediate family and, and about two dozen family members from outside of my immediate family with three of my kids there. I have everybody getting ready to watch Justin Fields in what is the Blizzard Bowl against Buffalo where there's going to be 40 mile an hour wind gusts and seven to eight inches of snow coming down and another six already on the ground. Justin Fields is going to run ragged. He's going to have 200 yards rushing and I'm going to be trying to celebrate Christmas with my family cheering in my face and my kids screaming, Justin Fields scored a touchdown. As I watch Mike's score climb into the 40s, some Saturday at noon when these games kick off. I am absolutely terrified, but if I can withstand the barrage of Justin Fields scoring probably two touchdowns on the ground, and let's say 120 yards rushing, getting him that much closer to the single-season rushing record for a quarterback, if I can just get through that, I think I got a pretty good shot at winning this week. That's my piece, boys. Let's just hope our near and dear Justin Fields doesn't ruin my family Christmas. Well, that was well said. I don't even know how can I follow that. I'll say this. Gabe Davis sucks. George Dickens <laughs> sucks. Isaiah Pacheco sucks. All three of those guys, I would in a second want to like drop them. Here's my thing. Gabe Davis, uh, he just he doesn't get targeted anymore. George Pitt, they don't they refuse to throw the ball at George Pickens. I do not understand it. And then Isaiah Pacheco, like, okay, let's run him. He, he, he runs for about 70 yards a clip, and then he doesn't touch the ball in the red zone ever. So basically, I'm relying on 
St. Brown, Justin Fields, and David Montgomery. And so I need the, all three of those guys to pop in order for me to have a chance. I'm definitely afraid of Derrick Henry because the last time, this is a, a, a crazy coincidence, the last time I played Ryan, Derrick Henry played Houston, he hit, dropped a 40 on my head. I, it's very possible that I'm looking at at least a 35 from Derrick Henry. So how am I going to make up those points? I don't score over 120, so I need this to be a low-scoring game. Uh, I'm banking on Jason, uh, Jason Myers dropping a 15. I'm bank, I, I need Jason Myers to drop a 15. And the last thing I'll say is I deserve to be here. I deserve to be here. Um, I pretty much have done every single thing wrong all year. I have not made one correct decision besides picking up Justin Fields. Uh, in my whole shitty fantasy season. So I deserve this. Um, I'm glad Leif beat me because his team, without a doubt, is, was way better than mine throughout the entire year. I deserve to be here, and I just am praying for a miracle because God knows I need one because this year has been shit. Compared to last year, when it was a year of Trotta, this year, what happened? I, I Talk about a fall from grace. I, I mean, holy shit. I mean... Uh, it's been horrible. So I'm just I'm I'm praying that I'm praying that Ryan's team scores under 100. That's the only way I'll win. Wow. Um, wow. I I don't know what to say. Um, I did. <laughs> Mike, is it like was last year a fluke? Then does that like does this kind of show it? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. Turns out one hit wonder. <laughs> dynasty. <laughs> I wouldn't think of dynasty this year. It it almost mirrored so much without like the injuries, but it like mirrored like the Los Angeles Rams season from yeah. just winning a Super Bowl, the Super Bowl mega hangover to just being absolute shit. I got too loose at the draft. I wasn't focused. No, you got too loose trading your players. I traded Justin Jefferson. That was really it. All right. Um. Who, that, that was enough, who, 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 you, who are you taking? Who are you taking? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Yeah, maybe shit. And uh, Barkley's been playing good. I, got, I think I'm going to go Ryan. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm going Ryan as well. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just take the knife from my back, you cold fucking Oh, asshole. coming from the guy we haven't seen in 10 weeks? I got 10 knives in my back. Is this a good time to tell him that I'm permanently replacing him on the lounge next year? Is that, are we yeah. Um, also just a little tidbit here. I don't know why, but it says we have four minutes left. I sent you guys a new email. If you want to open that up and switch to a, a new email. Are we but it's like a two hour pod. <laughs> no, we're, we're like, no, I'm talking, I'm talking about the zoom call. The minutes itself is only 43 minutes. So if you guys want to open it up to end that. Oh, cause we did get out of here a lot earlier than when we actually started. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, open up, open up the other one. I just sent you. All right, I'm going to cancel that call and hold it down from there. Um, boop, boop. I'm praying you guys didn't just give me the kiss of death, though. Oh, see, and we're back. Um, yeah, so 
I, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't like, even when Fields, Fields has to, he has to ball out. That's the thing. Yeah. I would hate to sit with my family and watch Teats ball. Like I, I'm literally going to be watching him go in, and if he like pops for two touchdowns, my son and daughter are going to come up to me and scream in my face, "Justin Fields touchdown!" And I'm going to die a little bit inside. The good thing is, I, I mean, most of my games are at twelve, and I don't go to my sister's till like four, so at least I have some chance to sit at home and my own anxiety. Yeah, the old, like you, that, it's like that old video. I can't told. hear anything. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Yeah, we hear you, Mike. <laughs> that old video where the, the sun flips over the table at Thanksgiving and just ruins a holiday for that country family. Like, that's going to be me Christmas if I have to watch Justin Fields, like, set the record tomorrow with 200 rushing yards and three touchdowns. All right. Swings from Billy. You even get out of here? All right. That's, um... Absolutely insane. Um, let's go to the Daily Daves. Um, I, I don't know where I had it. What did I do with it? It's in the bottom. Keeps going down. No, I had this is last week's for some reason. Jesus. We're all right, Dave. Um, Mike, is Mike all right? Is he going to make it? Oh, what are you pulling your dick out, Mike? What are you doing? <laughs> I got up. I find Mike's mic. Well, Mike's on the ground, straight looking up his body. It's kind of, a, it's kind of creepy. Boxers in a bunch from watching the Bulls suck and barely squeak out a win. All right, let's get some dailies going. It's been, it's been a while. <laughs> so, uh, we switched it up this week since everybody, you know, not winning anyone money. I'm starting to do a, a new segment. We're gonna, I don't know what it's called, but high, mediums, and lows here. So I'm thinking. <laughs> I'll take the highs. Highs to the highs. <laughs> yeah, man, whatever those. Uh, so I'm taking a really expensive player, your mid-level player, and then one of these players that uh, we can call the $5 Dave Parlay bet uh, player. Uh, so at quarterback, our high player of the week is going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's $9,200 playing against Seattle. in a 29th-ranked defense, uh, so that's an easy plug-and-play. The guy's automatic. Then we got our mid player. I think he, I think this guy's on Ryan's team right now. Daniel Jones, seventy four hundred dollars going against Minnesota. Uh, who's or is he on Mike's team? He's on, he's on my team. He's on Mike's team. Uh, seventy four hundred dollars against Minnesota. If we saw anything last week, they can't stop anyone, and they're the thirty second ranked defense, so they literally can't stop anyone. Uh, then my value player of the week at, at quarterback is Davis Mills. I'm really stretching here, but Tennessee is the twenty fifth ranked defense, and also I think they're the thirty first against the pass. So uh, if you want a really cheap quarterback, maybe he's been running the ball lately, which is weird. Uh, you can plug into him. Uh, running back, we got Derrick Henry, as we spoke already multiple times. He's actually more expensive than Patrick Mahomes this week. He's ninety eight hundred dollars. He's your high player going against Houston. Uh, that's enough said. Mid player Jarek McKinnon still not getting respect. He's seventy three hundred dollars, thirty first against the run of Seattle. And then your low players Kareem Hunt. Depending on what Chubb does, he's fifty six hundred bucks. Even if Chubb plays, I think Cream Hunt's going to get a little bit more play this week. Uh, New Orleans is twenty third against the run. Wide receivers: Justin Jefferson. Spoke about him a few times. Ninety four hundred dollars. He's your high player going against the Jets. I'm sorry, the Giants. Sixteenth versus the pass, but I think this guy is pretty uncoverable. You can play him against anybody. Uh, DJ Moore is your mid player, Randy's guy, and my guy that I put in this about sixteen times this year. Uh, he's $7,100 against Detroit. 
know, their 30th against the pass. And then your low players, Jahan Dotson, $5,700 going against San Francisco. They should be throwing a lot, and Jahan looked really good last week, got in the end zone again. Uh, tight ends, your high players, Travis Kelsey, $8,600 versus Seattle, their 17th versus the pass. Uh, your mid players, Mark Andrews, just for the value of what Mark Andrews is at $6,400, I had to put him in here. Uh, 28th is Atlanta against the pass, and then your low player is Chick, Chick, Akankawa, uh, $5,400 versus Houston. Uh, then we got some flex plays here. If, uh, Randy wants to scroll up a little bit. Thank you, sir. Uh, Stefan Diggs, $8,700 going against Chicago. We talked about him earlier. Uh, he should have a nice game, depending on the weather. Uh, mid player is Terry McLaurin at $7,000. Uh, he's going against San Francisco. Again, should be throwing the ball a bunch. And then James Cook is your low player. Uh, Chicago's 27 against the run. Singletary's been kind of getting weaned out of that backfield, and they should be up in this game, so you might see a lot of James Cook for 5300 bucks. Could be a, a nice flex, cheap play. Defense is 49ers, 5000 versus Washington. Uh, they are the number one defense in our league this year, I think. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, New England is, but I think they're number two. Uh, Browns, $4,100 versus New Orleans. And uh, the low is the Falcons, $3,400 versus Baltimore, which Baltimore's offense is just absolutely terrible right now. So there's your new segment, the highest of the highs, the lowest of the lows, and some mids in there. You know, the, another thing, uh, actually, I think Galley's been putting it together. I would kind of reach out to everyone. It was kind of fun to play is that daily thing what? with, like, 12 to 14 guys he's been adding. Like, it's like 10 or 20 bucks to do a daily thing against 12 – 12 to 14 guys. Five guys last week and top two got paid. And I think the top payout was like 180 bucks. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, I did it. I did it that Saturday and I won actually. There was like 14 of us in it. So I was pretty pumped on that. Won like 200 bucks for that. It was a $20 buy in. But uh, get, reach out to Galley um, if you want to get a little daily. Actually, it was the first time all year I did a little daily. I, I kind of, they kind of got the hooks in me, Dave. I think I'm going to do some dailies this week. That's fun. That's fun. Took you 16 weeks, but. I'm building my lineup right now. Um. Yeah. Also, Dave, mid podcast, adding adding KJ Osborne. What's up? Well, you guys are throwing the name out there, talking about Mike needs to make some pickups. Um. So I didn't want him to hear this and then go pick him up and then KJ Osborne kills me. So I'm pretty comfortable with everybody else in the wave wire. Uh, moving on. Let's do a little mortgage payment. Uh, Ryan had a little nugget he wanted to add as well. But I'll go a little first. Um, 17, 13, and 1 the last 10 weeks. Um, let's, let's do a little, like, Christmas action because it's the Christmas season. Let's do a little milk and cookies for Santa. I like, right now, Philly plus 5 at the Cowboys. Do you trust the Cowboys to win a big game? Do you trust Gardner Minshew? I, I trust Gardner Minshew. I, I also trust, what if, what if uh, what's it called? What if Hurts plays? I like the points. I like Philly getting the points. Yeah. I will say this, divisional game, five points is a lot. It's usually those are tight. Um, next, we're moving on to a little stocking stuffer. Um, if you're from Boston, um, a little stocking stuffer. I like Bills minus six and a half. The over 30 and a half points. Fields rushing for over 65 yards. It's plus 200. Yeah, I'd take that all day. And last but not least, we got a three-team parlay. Santa Claus is coming to town for the Road Dogs. I like Chargers at Indy, Bucks at Arizona, Bills at Bears. It comes up plus 132. Lock it in. 
Put it in. Put it in your stocking stuffer. Put it in your fucking milk and cookies. Do it all. You're winning on Thanksgiving. You're feeling great. What do you think about that, Trots? The kids are hot, dude. I got to give it to you. You know, we've been... Wanted you to keep the receipts. You kept the receipts, and you've been you've been you've been uh, impressing me. As long as you're betting these games, though, because if you're putting them out there, you should be betting. Oh, uh, uh, for sure, Mike. Just like you, um, I bet them all the time. And you know what they said? They they tried to write me off. I even wrote them back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I also, there's a. I think the cookies and milk play that uh, that plus five for Philly. Cowboys were given a 14 points um, spread against Houston. And Houston covered that easily and led for most of the game. That's that, was that a classic look ahead, though? That's ballsy with, with a new quarterback in there. Yeah. I don't know. Minshew's serviceable, man, and Philly doesn't do anything crazy where they're going to have to rely on him. They play good defense. I can see I'm, them. I'm a, him doing fine. I mean, they got a full complement of guys. Goddard's back. I, I take Philly in points. I'm a big, uh, big fan of the stocking stuff for the Bills, minus 6.5, over yeah. 30.5. That field's going over 65 yeah. yards. Plus 200 field very generous for that one because that field's going to be $5, so you know where that, that's going. All right, I'm going to give you mine. This is that uh, Randy put the mortgage payment. That, that, that's a heavy bet. This is the, all right, you're done opening up your Christmas presents. You're cleaning stuff up, and then your parents tell you, oh, wait, there's one more gift. Go outside. Go look in the garage. The big money winner every Christmas morning. I am hammered this one, guys. It's a money line parlay. I'm taking all the favorites to take care of business going into the home stretch of the end of the season. Kansas City against Seattle, Buffalo against Chicago, and give me the Niners against Washington. It's at minus 101 right now, and I got like 550 in the bank right now in my uh, DraftKings account. I am putting all of it on it. Oh! Kids are imaginary Christmas. I got a pogo stick. <laughs> I think so. I've been hot. I cashed out like 600 last week and went 500. That's a big one this week. Yeah. I'm, um, I love it. Love to see it. Uh, we're at the 55-minute mark. I Just a little closing response for the commission corner. I just want to say I, I kind of want one thing to happen this year, just for like my own uh, sanity. I kind of want a new winner. That's all I want. Just so it could give it like could give us losers that have never won in this league some hope. It's week 15. No, it's week 16. Correct? Week 16? Semi-final week. Um, I, w- I would love to see a matchup between two dudes that have never been there before. To- so we clarify a new winner. Uh, I can't stand if Dave buys another ring would drive me nuts. Um, giving Waldo a ring would kill me. Um, even Gallagher, but I guess. We'll give him something. Um, that being said, I just want some, uh, some parody in this league. Um, for us lovable losers who never won anyone. That being said, I wish you guys all a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, enjoy some time with your family, enjoy some football, get some eggnog in you. Mike, what do you say to close it out, bud? Hey, remember, it's never too late to come relax in the lounge. Take care, y'all. Good night, boys. Happy right, Holidays. Guys.